the expression from the music inspired me so much to take risks and it inspired damn near the whole rap game. Hello again, I'm Adam Unz. You may know me as the host of The Opus, and now I'm bringing my own show, The Spark Parade, to the Consequence Podcast Network. I speak with artists and creatives about the cultural artifacts that spark their personal interest and creativity, whether it's music, books, movies, video games, or any other kind of art. I've never spoke about it in this amount of detail. I'm suddenly going, oh my God, I'm blowing my own mind here, Christ. It's, it's actually a giant part of my life. By talking about the things we love, we share and discover insights into our personality and the things that drive us. It's just magic, really. I mean, frustrating and it makes some people angry, but I don't think anyone's ever done anything like it. I speak with people like Connor Robers, Phoenix's Thomas Mars, Chris Gethard, Helen Hong, Adrian Young, and more, so their sparks of inspiration can start a fire in you. I'm grateful for those who continue to put our history and who we are as a people in the forefront and make you see it. Find the Spark Parade wherever you get your podcasts. Consequence Podcast Network. Hi ARMY, before we get started, we wanted to inform you that this episode was recorded prior to the announcement of BTS's indefinite hiatus. While our interpretations and review of proof and yet to come have changed slightly since this announcement, we still find this review to be thorough and relevant. We hope that you enjoy our optimistic discussions despite some inaccuracies and in what we didn't know at the time of recording. We plan to address the recent changes with BTS as soon as possible, but know that our love and admiration for BTS hasn't changed, and this podcast will continue to cover Bonton wherever they go. Thank you. iconic army hey! wow can't believe that we are here to talk about the proof anthology mm -hmm. uh researching it this weekend with you has been the best time it's been memorable it's been so memorable yeah. it feels like it's been forever since we've got to sit down and really get into something this big about yeah. bts yeah diving into their production and lyrics and doing our album reviews are always our favorite episodes that we mm -hmm. do so getting into it was just as fun as i remember it being yeah um so yeah for the music video when it dropped we were both together here at my at my house mm -hmm. and the plan was to pull an all-nighter yeah which just, was kind of a crazy plan anyways yeah because i had to work on friday <laughs> <laughs> and usually sometimes i can have a light friday but it was just not planning out that way and I also just wasn't feeling good like mm -hmm. physically I wasn't feeling well and so it just didn't end up happening but yeah. I felt terrible because you had like drank like basically a whole pot of coffee <laughs> <laughs> okay it was a half pot oh it was yeah. a half pot yeah, okay yeah. <laughs> um but what ended up happening is we got together again on Friday mm -hmm. and Saturday and then here we are here we are Sunday too and we're about to just record two episodes together because yeah. you're about to leave for your anniversary trip. My anniversary trip. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's just been an amazing weekend uh diving into BTS and their music and their their message, what they're what they're here to say and what they're telling us here with this anthology. Mm -hmm. Um so we're so excited to get into it today. And on that note, welcome back, Iconics. We're your hosts, 
I'm Kayla. And I'm Bethany. And this is Standing BTS. Your favorite informative fangirl podcast. Yeah. All right. Today, we're going to hang out for about an hour. And in this episode, we are doing our proof anthology review. Mm-hmm. So we are going to talk about all three discs. We're really going to be talking mostly about the new songs, lyrics, the production. Mm-hmm. We're going to touch on the demos and all of that, too. Mm-hmm. So really, this is going to be a fantastic episode. Yeah. Can't wait to get into it. Yeah. Uh, Really can't wait to fangirl laugh and learn a a lot along the way. Uh, Before we do get into today's episode, we want to say thanks, Iconics, for being here and for all of your support. If you'd like to support us even further and have access to our episode documents, monthly virtual Iconic Hangouts, and our sound checks, consider joining us on our Patreon at patreon.com slash standingbts. Or if you'd like, you can make a one-time donation at paypal.me slash standingbtspodcast. Your support helps us to improve the quality of our content and to continue putting out bi-weekly episodes, but any type of support is super appreciated. Thank you all for being here and for listening. Yeah, thanks so much. Uh, As a reminder, the charity that we are supporting and asking you guys to support as well this month is uh, GLAAD, the Gay and Lesbian Alliance Against Defamation, which amplifies the voice of LGBT community by empowering real people to share their stories and holding media accountable for the words and images that they present. Um, they also empower grassroots organizations. There's a lot of really great work that we that they do. Um, so please join us in donating to them this month. Um, it's Pride Month. Happy Pride Month. Happy Pride Month. And of yep. course, you can find the link for that in um, our description. All right. So let's get into the actual album itself and mm-hmm. like just like the packaging and the contents of it. Yeah. So for proof, they released both a compact and a standard version. So I had ordered the standard version on Weavers and it just shipped. So it isn't here yet. So my plan was I would go to Target and get the compact version. Mm -hmm. And so Kayla, you ended up going and getting just the regular standard version. So we got to see both what the compact and what the standard looked like Mm -hmm. in terms of like the packaging. So for the compact one, you get all three discs. I really wanted that third disc because you can only listen to the demos on the Mm CD. And what came in it was two photo cards and I ended up getting J-Hope and Young. I'm like, how perfect. Yeah. I really feel like my house is bugged. I just, (laughs) I just feel like it is, or just like, there's some sort of, you know, BTS army universe, Mm -hmm. cosmic connection that it just kind of plays out like that. Like you just get the photo cards that are meant for you at that time. Yeah. Um, and then I also got a poster of the door version. Yeah. And so it was beautiful. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Um, I thought that compact version was beautiful too. Like the holographic proof on the front of it was so pretty. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I got the, the standard version and I loved it. Um, So I went and picked it up at Target in the morning and uh, they didn't have it out like I kind of expected them to. But I there was a person right there. So I asked her and I'm thinking like, dang, I really wanted to like be able to pick my own like Mm -hmm. from the stand, like feel the vibes of it and like find the photo cards I want or whatever. And I'm like, it's in the hands of this random Target employee now. Like I was just (laughs) sending her all the vibes and she's going to the back room like Jimin. you know (laughs) so then I I get it and I get home and in the standard version you get a postcard of a member and I got Yoongi amazing Mm -hmm. beautiful oh my god and it wasn't just like the front side of him too when you flip it over you see his backside yeah incredible yeah really neat yeah (laughs) (laughs) um and then you get a 
photo card of all seven members of like the proof version. I don't know if everyone gets the proof version, but it was the proof that's version. That's the one that mine. you got, yeah. Yeah, amazing. I mean, that's my favorite version. And mm-hmm. then you get an extra photo card of a member and I got Jimin. Yeah. Like amazing. I was like, <laughs> oh my God, I got Jimin. Like I just can't handle it. Um it's perfect because I've just been obsessed uh, more obsessed with him than ever lately and um it was just so meant to be yeah so my unboxing experience was incredible and i got the proof version poster and it was massive it's huge mm-hmm. um and good quality and i really mean good quality. you know that all of their albums that they release are quality yeah uh really just like the highest quality so i ended up coming over to your place after i was done with work on friday and I was like, I got to see yeah. the books. I got to yeah, know what's inside this this album. Mm-hmm. And there's several books inside, like of just like photos and like photo books. Yeah. And like the first one you get to is one of like photos from all of their eras, like mm-hmm. over the years. And they um, they also like include the UN speeches in it and just some other special content. And that was like it's like their history is the first the first thing that you're going to take out of the package after the photo card. So that mm-hmm. was very cool. And then the second book was like the proof concept photos. Yeah. So you get like you get to see the the proof um, and the door ones too mm-hmm. in the same photo book. And then they also had the lyrics, right? Yeah. They and then they have a booklet book of, of the, lyrics. The, um, the lyrics. And they also mm-hmm. had another smaller book that was like behind the scenes photos from the proof concept photo shoot. Like it was additional photos and then like more behind the scenesy, like Jim and getting makeup applied and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Um, so like even there, I thought that you get that like was... the behind the scenes of just their concept photos, right. the yeah. proof of their proof, you know, yeah. I just thought that that was like so meta. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So let's actually get into the three different CDs themselves, mm-hmm. um, and our experiences with them and kind of our overall thoughts and feelings about each CD as well as the new songs from them. So going over the first CD, this was... All of the hit tracks from BTS's entire history, starting with Born Singer, which was never released before. Never released on an album. Ever, right? And then ending with their new hit track, Yet to Come. Um, So my experience of listening through this CD for the first time... um, I mean, it was. I was driving home from your house that night. Uh, it was like mm-hmm. after midnight. It's like one a.m. or something. Yeah. Um. And I'm just like jamming out to No More Dream to No to Date. You know, like yeah. it's just like banger after banger after banger. Um. But you really see when you put their hit tracks in order like this, you really see their growth from era to era. You see their you know, involvement of their music style, of their concept, of their themes, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, and it's just really wonderful to see how they get from point to point. Um, And it feels so natural and organic. Yeah. And it's really a trip down memory lane, too. But I was with you, too, listening to all the hits one right after another. You know, I'm just thinking about, wow, like, going from No More Dream into No and Danger and then especially Danger into I Need You. Mm-hmm. Like, what a jump, what a you know? Jump. And it yeah. really shows the, the diversity of their and versatility of all of their music. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just, I feel like I'm walking through the eras. I'm walking through the history of BTS as you listen to it. Yeah. And then getting to Yet to Come yeah. is just really like a moment them reflecting on all of their past but mm-hmm. also looking forward to the future right so it's like as we listen through the album you're gonna naturally as you listen through that first cd naturally 
reflect on all of them and mm-hmm. reflect on like oh when we when dna came on oh that's our first era that was our first comeback yeah you know? like when idol came on like we have so many connections to idol we love that song it's like a like we have a remix of idol as our theme song to this podcast like mm-hmm. we have such connection to so much of this music so then we personally begin to reflect yeah and then we get to get to come and we hear them reflecting and we've just spent that whole cd reflecting all the same mm-hmm. it's just a beautiful way to cap off all of these hit tracks yeah yeah yeah, definitely and then also for newer armies or just newer fans who aren't as familiar with their older discography like getting right into this first disc it is just banger after banger so I mean how could you (laughs) I just feel like if you're a newer fan and you go into list and you're like oh wow dang like they've been you know, excellent musicians Mm -hmm. and have made good music from the very beginning yeah 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 it's uh even just this first cd like if you were only to listen to one Mm -hmm. like just this first cd is an education of who they are right yeah right for sure so we really want to just talk about born singer here at the beginning because there's so much significance of this song being the first song on the the first cd and Mm -hmm. like the first song on their anthology yeah so born singer if you're not familiar with it it was actually taken from the original song born sinner by j cole and so the writing and production on it, a lot of it is J. Cole's team, the producers and writers mm-hmm. that he works with. But what ended up happening is for the lyrics, RM, Suga, and J. Hope all wrote, you know, all their right. interpretation, you know, what they're wanting to express with Born Singer. Right. So we really just feel like the significance of it being first on this album is to signify where BTS were at the beginning of their journey. They released this around their debut. Mm -hmm. um, And in the song, they're talking about just like how hard they've already had to kind of work to be where they are. And them talking about the path that lies ahead of them, their passion and their vocation of music Mm -hmm. and just them being, you know, together as brothers, you know? And so it really tells their origin story, the struggles of making it into the music industry, especially coming from, you know, nowhere, you know, from the bottom with this, this company that never Mm -hmm. been heard of before. And then how in the song, they talk about how they're finally getting to be up on stage and perform music and fulfill their dreams that seemed impossible or so far away. So in the song, they're expressing their gratitude for, getting this chance right you know and getting this chance to pursue their dreams yeah and it's i mean it was back then at the beginning that they were already so grateful that they were on stage and finally getting to perform and you know they they had debuted Mm -hmm. um and they just had no idea they had no idea what was lying ahead of them Yeah. yeah also i find it so significant that like j cole released his original born sinner um and bts were so inspired by that song that they released born singer mere weeks after and it was also just a couple weeks after their own debut Mm -hmm. i mean they they really heard this song they were so inspired by the musicality of it that they were like this is we we want to put our passion to it you know Mm -hmm. um and there you can hear the passion and all their voices in the song and it's just beautiful it's so moving and emotional every time they perform this song yeah. you can see the passion um, yeah and how they're moved just as much as we are when they yeah. perform it and sing it yeah and i think it also acting as first on the whole anthology is like them having this declaration of like they really are talented they are true 
artists, musicians, they are born singers. And for, you know, there's often times that they're misunderstood as, you know, being um, not real singers or not, you know, like whatever. We know. Real rappers. Yeah. Whatever. Hip hop. Yeah. Yeah. So, so many people detracting from who they are just because they don't fit whatever standard or whatever, you know, idea they have in their mind of who a a singer or an artist is. Mm -hmm. Um, But this is being the first song on the whole anthology. Like, wow, what a declaration here right at the beginning. It really is their beginnings. Yeah. 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 And then so neat to just go like after that, hearing all of their hit tracks Mm -hmm. right after Born Born Singer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think so too. I really loved hearing all their hit tracks and then coming up to yet to come at the end of the CD um, was just a wonderful way to kind of continue that reflection of of their history. Yet to Come was written and produced by P-Dog and RM. Max got to work on this song too. He's been very vocal and appreciative and excited that he did work on it. Um, Suga, J-Hope worked on this. P-Dog produced it. Mm-hmm. Dan Glazer also worked on it. Yeah. Um, we we really love how yet to come sounds and um you know it's a really beautiful song as well just like born singer is kind of like full circling that first cd uh the production of this song is like a mid-tempo upbeat happy vibe but it is relaxing it's peaceful it's so peaceful mm-hmm. and, and hopeful. hopeful too yeah, yeah. for sure mm-hmm. it also has this alternative pop hip-hop vibe to it um, it uses a vocal sample in the background that I really like have like latched onto and I really like it. I, I feel like it's something that we've heard before or it's sampling something that we know, but I just can't put my finger on it. Me and, either, yeah. But I really like it. I think it adds something to that background so it's much. Like, it's very pitched up. Yeah. And if you're you might miss it if you're not listening for it. Mm-hmm. Um, it just beautifully like blends in with the background instrumental, yeah. but it is that sample. And I'm like, man, where is that from? Yeah. You know, and I it's feel like I've heard it before. when the rappers are rapping too. And so it just feels significant. Like I know one of them are like, I want to put this in there, you know? Right. <laughs> um, yeah. But and yeah. so that sample also including a sample is very classic hip hop to hip-hop. me. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. There's a strong bass beat and drum line with like that clapping percussion at times. The bass line also has that classic hip hop feel to it. So this song overall, I mean, it just screams BTS. Like you mm-hmm. hear the, the the BTS in it. The structure too is very familiar with previous BTS songs, like with the vocals and how they lay out the, the vocals into the rap. Yeah. Uh, the structure is just very, very similar. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like it's feels very classic BTS. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Familiar for uh, sure. Yeah. So let's go ahead and get into the lyrics of this beautiful song. We're honestly just going to read a lot of these lyrics and analyze them as we go. Um, but we're gonna cover the majority of the song and the new songs. Yeah. So Jungkook starts, was it honestly the best? Cause I just wanna see what's next. Diligently passing through, and then Jimin comes in, all our yesterdays so beautifully. Um, and V says, yeah, the best, the past was honestly the best. So it's just like little intro of they're already asking the question, like l- asking us to look back at the past and it was it the best. And they're already answering, um, that it was so beautiful looking back at them in a beautiful way. Yeah. Yeah. But then also saying, but my best is what comes next. Yeah. You know, they continue on to say like, yes, like the, the past was the best, mm-hmm. but they feel that the best is what comes next. Mm-hmm. And Taeyong even says, I'm not playing. 
not for sure. There's just this really reassurance that they're like, they're not lying. Like right. they really feel that their best is still yet to come. Right. Heading towards the days till I get winded. Mm. You and I, best moment is yet to come. Moment is yet to come. Yeah. So heading towards the day till I get winded or, you know, just they're continuing to really work until they just can't do it anymore, right. you know, where they have to catch their breath. So right. there's even this, this like motivation in here that they want to keep going, mm-hmm. that they want to, they're really looking forward to what's yet to come. What's yet to come for sure. In the first verse, like you said, it's like a very classic BTS layout. So we get like vocal verses and then rap verses later. So the mm-hmm. first verse is Young and Jungkook. And they say, not sure since when, but they say we're the best. Full of these unfamiliar names. Now they just feel heavy. And to me, this is just talking about how BTS has, I mean, they've obviously worked so hard to be where they're at, but they've been for so many years now declared the best, declared to, you know, have the most success, bring in the most money, you know, have all of these awards and accolades. And, you know, that's not something that they said themselves or they put it on, but all Mm -hmm. of the expectations that come with being the best and have you know having this role it's a lot of pressure it's a lot of pressure uh-huh. all of the unfamiliar names all of the things that they get called that they just you know can't even believe that this is what's being put on them mm-hmm. you know now they just feel heavy yeah. yeah it's a lot of weight to bear yeah yeah they on they go on to say we just loved music we're just running forward promise that we'll keep on coming back for more so again, it's just this, pro- now they're promising that they're going to keep coming back for more They're And a lot of their motivation here is just to keep moving forward and to continue to, to, continue to just love music and yeah. pursue their passion for music. That's what got them here in the first place. Right. Yeah. So humble. So humble. Very humble, which, you know, we know are humble kings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so in the pre-chorus, we get Jen and Jungkook and they say, Somewhere deep inside your heart, there still lives a young boy. I find it so significant that Jen, being the eldest member, is the one to say this Mm -hmm. line. Um, It's repeated again later on. But like Jen to be the first one to say this, because when I think of Jen, he's the one who really talks about like how his knees are cracking. He's just he's getting older and they've worked so hard and put so much on their bodies over the years that like I do think they're aging faster than the normal, you know, a normal human just because their bodies have physically gone through a lot. Mm -hmm. But to say somewhere deep inside your heart, there still lives a young boy, which makes me feel like they still have that passion. They still want to continue to do this, you know, that their, their dreams from the beginning still lie within. That's exactly what that feels like to me too. Mm -hmm. Like um, that passion of where they came from, you know, what they were singing from in born singer is still there. Yeah. Yeah. And then Jungkook going on to say, moment is yet to come i mean yeah uh, I, it's just it's it's already iconic it's uh-huh. amazing um and it's it's empowering and it's very hopeful that mm-hmm. like their moment is still yet to come the best moment you know yeah. the future so for the chorus we have sugar who starts us off by saying uh do you have a dream what's at the end of that path this line i just want to break down mm. because it's just so fitting that Yoongi is the one to bring up dream yep. because no more dream. It's just kind of been, he continues to reference dream in a lot of the songs that he writes. 
And then actually asking like, what's at the end of that path? You know, where are we going? Where is this leading? You know, because they've had so much success, they Mm -hmm. have such a rich discography at this point, but like they're continuing to say our moment is still yet to come, you know, but they're really thinking about the future and you know, where they're headed. It makes me think like their dream has changed. What asking the question, what's Mm -hmm. at the end of that path? Because this, like you said, throughout all of their discography, that theme that Yugi has brought up of a dream has come up so much, even mm-hmm. from the very first song, No More Dream. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's at the end of that path? Like, what have they gotten from like achieving all of their wildest dreams, dreams they never even had mm-hmm. dreamt of when they started um, at the end of it? And, you know, they've had a really hard couple of years with COVID and like going through the pandemic and not being able to be with ARMY and not being able to perform. Yeah. Like that's been really hard. And also earlier we were talking about the expectations of being the best, of yeah. achieving all of those dreams at the end of that path. Well, you're the best. And now what? Like, what do you do now? Where do you go from there? Yeah. Where do you go from there? So like, I'm in, this makes me think of like, what's the next dream? What's the next dream? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I think Especially so. Especially with the next line moment is yet to come. Yeah. 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 J-Hope ends up saying, in the hush of night, we won't stop moving yet to come. So kind of just answering the question, too, of what's at the end of the path. Well, you know, we won't stop moving. We're going to continue to write music and produce music. Right. And even in the hush of night, like when things go silent, I really think of like how ARMY will say, oh, BTS are really quiet right now. Like, this is suspicious. What's going on? They must be doing something. They must be up to something. That's what that line makes me think of. Like, in the hush of night when they're not so uh, active. Right. They're still moving. Right. They're still working really hard. Right. Or um, when other people are maybe having fun or whatever, like they said in fire um you know fire and dope and dope right when you're out partying and you know i'm in the studio yeah uh, in the in the hush of night that's when they're working they're always working and always grinding Mm -hmm. yeah um namjoon says uh we're gonna touch the sky for the day we die and i just again this is another line that's like we are continuing we are going and you know we're still striving we're still reaching for our our dreams and our goals we have more to do we're going to touch the sky We're, for the day we die, yeah. you know? It goes along with Jin's earlier line saying, until I get winded, mm-hmm. um, you know, until they physically can't anymore. And we've heard them in the past, you know, like year or so on V Lives or Weverse or, you know, like whatever, talk about that, like, they want to do this until they their bodies break down, until they physically cannot anymore. Until, yeah. yeah Yugi, like, for that, that, he said, like, he wants to continue to perform on stage until he physically can't anymore like he hopes to keep doing it like till you know he's old yeah (laughs) yeah i mean he he was looking at Sai being like you are so amazing you know like Mm Sai's like 45 or 46 now and Mm -hmm. i think he's like wow i could be that i want to be able to be doing that yeah yeah Jungkook, this is never gonna be like I think of him, you know, in in vegas talking about how like it's never gonna be over they want to continue to do this Yeah. yeah And um, they love to do it too. Yeah. Like together. They love to be together. Yeah. yeah. And the the chorus, it ends up ending saying, this is only the beginning. The best is yet to come. Yeah. So yeah, there's oh, more hopeful, to exciting. more down the road for BTS for sure. And they, they are like adamant in this song. Like they are making it very clear. Yeah. yeah. And if you, I mean, we've talked about that when I first heard that it was an anthology, like I was like, why are they doing this? Is this going to be their last album? Are they going to enlist? Are they going to disband? Like what's yeah. going on? And yeah. I, I didn't want to be feeling that way, but that's just how I felt. And 
I don't feel like that anymore. Like as we were continuing through the comeback, I was not feeling that way. But if anyone had any doubts, like yet to come, they're assuring you and reassuring you throughout the whole thing saying, we are here, we are stressed together, we're making music, we have no plans of not doing that. Like Mm -hmm. just, you know, it's yet to come. It's so much reassurance to ARMY. That's what this song is. It's hope and reassurance that, you know, this this isn't the end. The best is yet to come. For sure. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. I really love verse two, the first uh, line that Yungi has, that uncomfortable title we were given one day, we are still abashed by being called the best. You know, I, I just love music. Nothing much has changed from back then. So I feel like that very first line has like a twofold meaning. The uncomfortable title we were given one day. I think it refers to not only being the best because he refers to that in the next line um, because that is uncomfortable. They're kind Mm -hmm. of referring to that being this heavy thing. Um, But also he has spoken about in the past the even their first title, Bulletproof Boy Scouts, Bantan Zoniran, how that you know they feel kind of uh, embarrassed by that name of their group and how it's a little bit cheesy or, or even the name for army like yeah. adorable representative for you yeah. you know when they get asked what does that stand what does it mean you know they kind of have that abashed you know emotion right. when when being asked about it yeah. right yeah but bulletproof so it's boy this, scouts mm-hmm. yeah i even think about rap monster you i know, know a lot. right they've rap changed monster. a lot since then right yeah but at the same time, like he says, nothing much has changed because he still loves music. Like that's his, that's his core. That's who he is as a person. That's his like driving force is that he just still loves music and yeah. he's still able to do that, to make music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So for RM at the second verse here, he says, if nothing much has changed, probably you'll say it's all a lie. Yeah. There were a lot of changes, but I'm still the same. A new chapter. Every moment is my new best. Like I'm 13 years old again, spitting bars just like I did back then. So again, just wow. referencing that, like not much has changed in terms of their like principles and values and their love for music that, you know, they're still here producing music, but even though he's still, you know, the same, they're going on to this new chapter. And I think it's great that after we've heard so much about like BTS's next chapter mm-hmm. and they keep referring to their next chapter that we hear RM here in his verse talking about the next chapter. Right. And yeah, like there have been a lot of changes, but you know, he's still that he's still the he same. still feels that like 13 year old self spinning bars just like he did back then. To me, that line is so striking to say that he feels like he's 13 years old again. Like the hope that he had for the future at that time, the light in his eyes of his mm-hmm. youth that he must have had back then as they were forming BTS around him and as he was in his trainees days and as he was rapping underground, you know, yeah. to be ignited with that much passion that he says he feels that way again now, like that makes me really excited for what is yet to come for that next chapter. Mm-hmm. Like, I me mean, too. what is he talking about? What are they doing? I feel like they've just have like a newfound love for music or a new yeah. appreciation. I almost feel like the pandemic 
you know, right before the pandemic, we were get, they were getting pretty burnt out with Black mm-hmm. Swan. They talked about just like losing passion. Yeah. But once their, you know, their ability to perform and be on stage with ARMY and then also just like creating music and releasing music all changed because of the pandemic. So mm-hmm. it was taken away from them. So they've kind of had this time of reevaluation. And I just feel yeah. like maybe they, you know, are really looking forward to the future now because that's they they had temporarily lost that yeah that passion and like it's just been reignited yeah because with the pandemic it took the choice away for them right they had no choice it wasn't we are so tired and burned out we can't possibly do this anymore like we just need to not make music together or Mm -hmm. whatever it was you are not allowed you can't this whole world tour you had planned for your amazing seventh album you can't do this you know like Mm -hmm. it was all taken away and they got to see and experience what it would be like if they didn't have it all anymore yeah if they didn't have the concerts with army if they weren't able to keep putting out new albums as much as they want to because there's no way to tour. There's no one to perform it to, you know, mm-hmm. um, that must have been a huge wake up call for them and like yeah. a, a kind of reset for them. It does seem like a reset. Mm-hmm. And this whole song kind of seems like yeah. a reset. Like they're like, we we now remember how we felt all the way back then when we started and mm-hmm. why we started. And we never want to give this up and we want to do it forever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like, yes, yeah. that's what this is. Like, mm-hmm. I have full body chills. Me like, too. Yeah. <sighs> I think they're in such a good place right now. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's get into the third verse. So we hear from J-Hope saying, still got a lot to learn. My life got a lot to fulfill. If you're asking me why, my heart's telling you we ain't about it. The world's expectations. We ain't mm-hmm. about it. That step of being the best. We ain't about it. Crowns and flowers, countless trophies. We ain't about it. Mm. Dream and hope and going forward. We, we so, so about, about it. it. Yeah. And that yeah. was a mixture of J-Hope, RM, and Trigger. But like yeah. J-Hope kind of starts us off here. So I really want to dive into like this we ain't about it going into we so about it. Mm-hmm. So the world's expectations. We've already kind of heard them talk about this, that there's just so much expectation of them that they're not about that, not fulfilling those expectations. Uh, That step of being the best, we ain't about it. Like they no longer, like I just feel there's so much they're referencing and like referring to here of like the crowns and flowers and countless trophies. We ain't about it. Mm -hmm. I feel like with their English music and just, you know, breaking into the Western music scene and Mm. all of their amazing success here in the states like it seemed to be kind of a focus there for a while and army we were you know right there with them you know wanting them to just be the best you know we wanted that for them but now they're here saying like we ain't about it really it's the dream and the hope and going forward that's really what we want to focus on now which i think is what's really taking them into their next chapter Mm. it's like their their motivation is kind of changing they're Um, not saying that they haven't been about, you know, the original dream and just like writing their writing good music. They've been doing that all along. I just feel like there's not going to be so much more, so much focus on breaking records anymore. I mean, and it hasn't always been up to them on what their 
primary focus and goal is like mm-hmm. they do have a label that i mean big hit music hybe like decides a lot of what that is going to be because they're they're trying to make money at the end of the day so mm-hmm. wanting bts to break into the western music scene more and make english music more is definitely to me something that comes from that side of things the business side yeah. of things of this is an opportunity that we can chase or like chasing the grammy you know like spending the last couple years like really trying to make amazing music that could get nominated for a grammy um yeah but this is like army's been right there along with them like rooting for it for them you know i mean those are huge achievements that like are you know worth noting and are still valuable Mm -hmm. it's just no longer like it doesn't it's not a focus for them i guess it feels like it just it feels like it was weighing on them yeah or draining them or you know or making them lose their passion in some way because they're not able to do exactly what they want or pursue what they what they want necessarily um just from like those lyrics and what we've read earlier in the song Mm -hmm. um so then at the last line kind of like wrapping up this whole like crowns and flowers countless trophies we end about it dream and hope and going forward we're so about it it's back to square one after making one long turn back to one. Mm. One long turn. One long turn. And I feel like that turn could just be the pandemic. Mm-hmm. You know, it really like deterred them from everything really they had did. planned. Yeah. That one long turn. And then I also just kind of think of, you know, focusing. I just keep going back to the Grammy. You know, I think we all wanted it. They wanted it. It just seemed like that's where we were headed. And it would have been really amazing if they could have, you know, won the Grammy, but like after all the, the pressure and the stress and the disappointment, like they just want to go back to square one. They want to go back to like, Hey, we we're here to pursue our dream, you know? So I love the the dream and hope we want to go back to that and keep moving forward, not necessarily going back, but like keep moving forward with that as the primary focus. Mm -hmm. Also, when I think of back to one and how they've, they've kind of had this idea of the beginning anew or refreshing and so it's almost like not like back to square one like back to the beginning but a reset of like back to the first year like it all feels new again it all feels fresh that Mm -hmm. back to that beginning passion and you know yeah it seems like their passion has just been reignited Mm, for sure they um they repeat the pre-chorus again with the deep inside your height your heart lives a young boy and then they have the chorus again at the end too saying asking if you'll have a dream and that they're moving in the hush of night and then they end with saying the past was honestly the best but my best is what come what comes next we'll be singing till the morn heading towards the day more like ourselves and those last two lines we'll be singing to the morn makes me think again of like touch the sky for the day we die or till i get winded like also kind of opposite of moving in the hush of night you know um and then heading towards the day more like ourselves just feels like going back to their roots of who they are and what they what the the music they want to make and their humble beginnings their humble beginnings you know seven boys sharing us the same dream yeah it gives me chills thinking about how this is their ending this first disc of their anthology and it started with born singer where mm-hmm. they really were talking about the the beginnings of themselves right. of like their dream and what they hope to you know their 
their passion mm-hmm. for music and to make music. And here they are saying at the very end of yet to come heading towards the day more like ourselves, yeah. you know, the, but also like the song, what I love about yet to come is just how they really look pa- back on these memories mm-hmm. and they address the past, but also look towards the future. Yeah. And there's the, they continue to say like beautiful or beautifully mm-hmm. and um, just ju- referencing that future beautiful moment, but also like, the, the past, beautiful, beautiful past. Yeah. 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 And I think in this song, they're really able to have the perspective of, wow, everything that we had like pre pandemic was truly amazing. Like, you know, the music we got to make, the tours we got to do, the concerts we got to do, um, you know, the experience with army that, that really was so beautiful. And we didn't know what we had until we didn't have it anymore. It's taken away until the pandemic took it yeah. away. So I think they're able to look back on the past beautifully, but they're reignited with this hope for the future and the passion for what they're going to do and all those beautiful moments that we have yet to come. Right. Yeah. Yeah. BTS. Love it. All right. So let's go ahead and get into the second CD, which starts off with Run BTS. And we just really want to talk about this transition from yet to come into run bts Mm -hmm. because we think there's so much significance with this because yet to come they're really talking about okay the past has been beautiful we've loved the journey we've been on but we think what's yet to come is going to be our best yet Mm -hmm. and then with run bts they literally are like all right let's get back to the grind like let's go let's you know they're gonna get back to that that hard work that they have done in the past but now they're just doing again you know with you know, their newer selves as they continue on their, their musical journey. Yeah, totally. It's so cool. Like, I just love this transition so much. I think it was clever, so intentional, but I also just want to say on the CD too, after run BTS, it goes into intro persona and with like kind of the rock elements of run BTS and the rock elements of intro persona, it is just a perfect transition. One, one into the other, For sure. um, but overall for the second CD, you know, we with the second CD, we got BTS's like personal picks on what they wanted on the second CD. So a lot of their solo tracks, they get to pick a solo track and then a subunit track mm-hmm. to be on this album. And when I was listening to it, it was like, again, going through like a musical journey, like, you know, memory lane with BTS. But I really started thinking more about my personal journey with BTS and you know my journey as an army with them over the years and I don't know what it was but once we got to seesaw as I was driving listening to it I just started having like a montage of my head in my head of like all of my best BTS memories Mm -hmm. like I really thought a lot about Fort Worth and our first BTS concert I thought a lot about um just like this podcast and just like the beginnings of this podcast and like you know covering some of this content like especially Epiphany yeah I thought about like you know content couch gin when we did that episode and just like it just felt personal and I think if I got this more personal connection with the second CD because it was those personal choices Mm -hmm. that bts picked themselves yeah and it wasn't just like the major hits we got into like the substance you know the real rich you know deeper discography Mm -hmm. of bts and the second cd and that is what i appreciated so much about it yeah like before this cd came out we knew that they had picked these songs we knew why they picked these songs through their proof of inspiration but then being able to actually listen through them 
ourselves, we get to relive them for ourselves again. We get yeah. to relive our own past memories and connections and we they inspire us in different ways. Um, I'm right there with you. I felt like just listening to these songs, knowing that they picked them and that they were a personal choice Mm -hmm. made me reflect on what they mean personally to me and, you know, kind of like our different memories with those songs over the years. It felt healing. I said the second CD for some reason has healing properties for me. And what's so funny is that when I was listening to Seesaw, like, of course I cried, like, I just can't help it. You know, as (laughs) I was just like, especially when I think about Fort Worth and that concert, like, I mean, it was just such a beautiful, one of the best times of my life, like peak happiness, you know, first getting into BTS, like fully consumed by BTS. Seeing them with your own eyes. With my own eyes. Yeah. I mean, we were GA. I mean, we were so so close close. to them. Um, You catching Yoongi's water bottle, you know? Amazing. But it's so funny because of course, Seesaw, listening to Seesaw, this is when this was all happening and I'm crying. And then all of a sudden, Cypher Part 3 like (laughs) comes on and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm a bitch. Like get it together. (laughs) Even Min fucking Yoongi even gave us whiplash in an album in the Mm -hmm. middle of a BTS anthology. Smack dab in the middle is whiplash. Like going from Seesaw, Seesaw. crying, just like, wow, BTS is so amazing. And then Cypher Part 3. Cypher Part 3. You better remember who they are. Yeah. 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 Damn. So let's talk about Run BTS. For the writing and production on this song, a lot of the the production team, there was a large production team for this, and I can totally see why, because there is so much that goes on in the song instrumentally. But we have a lot of familiar names. Like, obviously, we've got RM, J-Hope, we've got Jungkook and Suga on it. We have Ghost Loop, Daniel Caesar, uh, Ludwig Lindell, Melanie Joy Fontano, Michael Schultz, like a lot of these production team, you know, writers that we've seen work with BTS previously. Right. So, yeah, this song really feels like BTS, too, but also very new, kind of. You mm-hmm. know, I don't feel like we've had a song quite like this from them, you know, with just instrumentally and the production is a little bit different with like the electric guitar that is riffing mm-hmm. in the background. It's constant. Yeah. And so is the bass guitar. It's yeah. just like a constant throughout. Yeah. It's like the production is like a blend of so many different genres. We can't even yeah. put our finger on one of them. You know, it's like something that's totally new, which like BTS has always loved to you know stretch the realm of what is a genre mm-hmm. um so that that feels very them there's like i agree with you it's a relentless guitar all throughout which to me really reflects the meaning of the song like mm-hmm. run bts that guitar is relentless it will not let up just like when you're running you cannot stop like you just have to keep going right um i feel like this rock and rap style of the song comes together in kind of like a beastie boys lincoln park style yeah um where we're really combining like those guitars those drums with like this oh this heavy rap you know Mm -hmm. um especially by the time we get to j-hopes which is like a a a trappy heavily auto-tuned very heavy rap on this rock you know b and you know style it really is a blend of of everything it seems like but when you said beastie boys lincoln park i'm like yep that's it especially that that guitar like it's just like that riffing is constant throughout and you know it really does add to the the intensity and and hype of the song for sure super intense yeah i also want to point out how they growl run sounds very similar to like a car revving up its engine Mm -hmm. and in the song once we get into the lyrics they talk a lot about like you know putting both feet on their gasoline Mm -hmm. you know uh some some parts of the song there's this like screeching in the back that sounds similar to like a car peeling out Mm -hmm. um and the song is all about 
moving and going yeah. and being being fast running you know so the instrumental in production is really portraying that you know as well as the lyrics are so like yeah. it's i love it it yeah. really makes you want to move makes me want to shake my tits i don't know why like <laughs> most songs you know you're like you want to shake your ass to it but like i'm just like you shimmying my chest yeah. like you know moving left to right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, move them left, swing them left or right. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I feel like that growl, that revving, you know, of run is very intimidating at mm -hmm. the chorus. And at different parts of the chorus, I feel like it kind of means different things as the song continues through the lyrics. But it kind of makes you want to work and accomplish something. And it's kind of like, like you better run. You need to get after it. Yeah. 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 I told you, it makes me want to get on a treadmill and run. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, let me know how that is. Like you just, just report back to Tell me. me. Yeah. Let me know. I will not be. Yeah. yeah. First time listening through though. I mean, we were both sitting here just like totally vibing to it. And all I could think about was like, man, this song just feels so OT7, just the way that the line distribution works. Like mm -hmm. you've got Jungkook singing one line and then V the next and mm. then Jimin the next. Mm -hmm. And then they're, you know, ping ponging back and forth. It just, you know, it really is like all of BTS all at once, it feels like. Yeah. And then I also have to point out how grateful I am for J-Hope starting the chorus of this song. Mm -hmm. He's the first one to sing the, you know, run bulletproof can't get enough of it but mm -mm. also his bridge yes. like he gets the bridge and it just is like total shift in how the song sounds um you know very trappy kind of mm -hmm. like what you were saying so all the j-hope going on in this song makes me like regretful for not going to Lollapalooza I'm like dang it like what am I doing <laughs> I love hope world why didn't I you know I guess I just didn't really feel like going to a music festival yeah but uh We'll both be watching that. Yeah. You know, we will for sure. Whether it's watch. on Hulu or YouTube, I don't know where it's going to be, but we'll Wherever see it, is, it and we'll report it. on it for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, the film is going to be intense. Yeah. It's going to be okay. <laughs> let's get into the lyrics and meaning of Run BTS. Let's talk about it. Uh, so, Yoongi starts off just like a quick little intro saying, like, yeah, okay, run. I, I just love that he just did that. You know, mm -hmm. it feels very Yoongi getting us started. Um, and then Jungkook talks about, uh, Nanhyun 100M their their place which is referring back to their first their very first dorm that was right down the street from Big Hit's very first building which was like this shabby building like in an okay part of town right um and so they're just instantly at the beginning of the song taking us back to their past to their to their beginnings mm -hmm. um he says a call from the company after school ah yes yes I'm coming right now please don't send me home so it's like that grind of the trainee days of just like trying to live up to all the expectations and be perfect so that way you don't get cut yeah 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 um him saying sometimes i dream of that day you know almost like you know he thinks like fondly of that day mm -hmm. and then uh they end up saying i'm i shivering and then open my eyes i don't want to go back i don't want to go back right you know, because it was such a grinding time and a gruesome time i guess for them because they were working so hard to debut that yeah. trainee life i mean yungi literally got hit by a car I and know. hit it from the company so he could still train and debut like that was a hard time for all of them mm -hmm. yeah 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 all right so then at the pre-chorus they say for 10 years wait wait we from the bottom I caught you, Bay. We're a bit fast. We seven mates. Look carefully. We got this. Tell me what you want to tell me what you want to. If we live fast, let us die young. So they're hearkening back that saying like over these 10 years, like they really did start from the bottom. 
but they, I caught you Bay, which makes me think like Bay is referring to army. Mm-hmm. We are a bit fast and that us seven mates look carefully. So they have been, you know, running from the start. Like mm-hmm. they have been going pretty fast. And I find this last line of the pre-chorus Taeyang's part so interesting. He says, if we live fast, let us die young. And we talked about this for a really long time and we really never got a clear understanding of what they might be referring to mm-hmm. when they say this. I mean, we talked about like even the grammar of this phrase, like, oh, it's a conditional phrase, like if yeah. we, you know, and I just I think we got so deep and caught up in the latter half of it let us die young because we had been feeling like especially coming off of yet to come they're not like dying young like they're not like ending or coming to an end of bts or anything like Mm -hmm. that they were so hopeful for the future and looking forward to what's yet to come so we were kind of just conflicted in that line um but i think that it's kind of referring to that fast life like when they said we're a bit fast like they really were living in the fast life for so long i mean it was like 6 years before they ever got to take a break you know mm-hmm. and th- when they had like a hiatus like that was the first vacation you know that they ever truly had um so they were living very fast and i think it's just a, a an apt line to say like if we have to live this way it's not sustainable there's no longevity there if mm-hmm. we're living so fast yeah yeah but they but, haven't been in the past couple of years they've had to slow down yeah yeah they've had to slow down and the the pandemic really you know put them in a position where they didn't have a choice but to slow down yeah. same with everyone else you know yeah um, and even the next line they say not losing our spirit when they get into the chorus so they're not like dying young here because they're reaffirming here we're not losing our spirit but it almost acts like they want it almost seems like they want to continue to move fast yeah right i mean with the whole premise of run bts it seems like they love it like they want to keep moving fast that's true but maybe this is like a reminder to themselves that like they can't be going as fast as they have been yeah 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 it feels contradictory in that way though yeah Yeah, not losing our spirit make it move left and right no matter who you are make it move left and right Two bare feet are our gasoline. Yeah, yeah. Let us go. Are you ready? Yeah, yeah. Uh, from Jimin, where he's at that part, he just sounds so sexy. Mm-hmm. Like Siren Jimin right there. I can't get enough of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, how many times have you listened to this song? You have to move left and right when they say. Yeah. Like, you can't not. You can't not. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just, I love that. Let's go. Are you ready? Like, they are getting they're prepared they're getting ready to you know rev up to, they are revving up yeah yeah right. and then you hear them go run bulletproof run, run. Yeah, yeah you, you gotta, gotta run. run oh can we talk about how the three times we get the post chorus the run bulletproof the first time it's just j-hope the second time it's just yoongi and then the third time it's just namjoon um i just i i love that they did this i don't know all why rappers, they did this but yeah. all three rappers yeah. and they just get this moment mm-hmm. yeah 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 mm. And then, so in the second verse, we've got Suga saying, okay, let's go. I was right. In the rain-leaking studio in Nangyandong, opening a bottle of soju and talking about my hardships. If we succeed in the words that we've promised, everybody is dead. The reason behind Bontan's success, I don't know if there's something like that. All of us just run hard. No matter what, we just run. That's the answer. Ha ha ha. So <laughs> let's break this down. Yeah. So like he's talking, you know, he's taking us back to like that rain leaking studio. I think it just is just referring to or referencing to 
that time where they really had nothing, like really starting from the bottom, talking about their hardships mm-hmm. around like a bottle of soju, you know, probably putting it into lyrics. And then he says, if we succeed in the words that we've promised, everybody is dead. Mm-hmm. And we, I mean, we've really peeled this, this line apart. Like we think there's a double meaning going on with this. Like if we succeed in the words that we've promised, everybody is dead, that everybody is dead. And like, it could be referring to them or it could be referring to the competition. Right. So succeed in the words that we've promised, like they've worked so, so hard. Like if they really succeed in the way that they promised they could, you know, going, pushing themselves to the point of like burning out, Mm -hmm. you know, dying, right? you know, or it could be like, if we succeed in the words that we've promised, all of everybody is dead, like all the competition, like, right, basically could never live up to, you know, our, the success that we've promised for ourselves. Right. I feel like it's both. It is both. Yeah. Yeah. Very clever. Mm -hmm. He then says the reason behind Bonton's success. I don't know if there's something like that. All of us just run hard. This makes me also think of Augustine's first mixtape, um, especially Give It To Me. Mm-hmm. He mentions about like their success and his success and that like, you know, it really just comes down to hard work. Yeah. At the end of his verse, that's the answer. And then he has that little maniacal Yungi laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, that really is just what they did. They just worked hard and they, you know, they were relentless with it. Yeah. Um, and getting into RM's verse, he says, Okay, comfort got them, principles got them, good music got them, good team, goddamn. You said you hot, oh man, you not. Above the one who flies, above the one who runs. So there's, I mean, there's so much for me to break down here that I want to say. Like, with comfort got them, I feel like this is multiple different things. Like, comfort within their group, they're comfortable together, they have like, you know, comfort within each other, mm-hmm. the comfort that BTS and ARMY shares together that we provide each other with so much comfort, um, along with like the monetary comfort that they now have through all of their success. Mm-hmm. Then I think principles. It makes me think of compassion too, yeah. you know, with the comfort. Like mm-hmm. I just think they're a compassionate group, but yeah, the comfort they offer for each other and for in their music, like the healing properties of their music for ARMY. Yeah. Um, and then principles got them. I feel like their principles are, he's just reminding us that they know who they are and they, you know, they're really going back to their roots and why they started and what their purpose is and what their goal is. And, and even their like, humbleness. Yeah, yeah. Right. Their, their humbleness, their principle of who they are. Even the earlier line, um, look carefully, we got us way back in the pre-chorus, like, you know, they know what they're doing. They yeah. look carefully, pay attention. They um, they have a plan. Good good music got them. Good team got that. Goddamn. Um, yeah, they do have great music. I love like this affirmation. Mm-hmm. And he's just reaffirming that he has a great team and he loves and trusts his team of his bandmates. Um, and then I love the last line above the one who flies above the one who runs like him saying that they are they're high in the sky, you know, like they're above everybody else, you know, every other person that is working towards the goals like they're already soaring. Yeah. 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 And I do think that RM's verse is piggybacking off of Yoongi's verse. Yeah. Yoongi is the one who really asked, like, the, he asked the question, what's the reason behind Bonton's success? Mm-hmm. And his reason is, we just run. And, we have all of these things. Yeah, and Namjoon right. is saying, 
we've got comfort, we've got principles, we've got good music, and we've got a great team. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we are the one who flies above flies above the ones who run. Yeah. My last note about this verse is that it feels like a concert verse. The yeah, RM's the verse. It feels like I mean, very easy to have like a call and response with an audience with comfort got them, principles got them. You know, mm-hmm. there's even an echo in the lyrics where members echo behind him, got them, got them, you know, goddamn. Like yeah. it's there. So I just feel like it, it makes me think about the structural style that he did with lyrics in Trivia Love yeah. to be able to have that concert experience, that interactive experience. And it felt it feels like he's doing it here again. Gosh, I hope we get it in a concert. Oh, I really I do. It. Like uh, I, I have to see them perform this one way or another. Please, yeah. please. Um, as of recording right now, we haven't gotten any of their like KBS, Music Bank, Mm-mm. you know, Inky Gaio, none of that yet. So I we don't think that this song is even going to be performed on that because of the line where he says "good team, goddamn." Um, it just like didn't pass the censorship or whatever. Right. But like, I just hope to to see this live with with BTS and hearing Army doing this call and response with RM. Yeah, yeah. All right, so then we get the pre-chorus and the chorus again, and we just continue to get that run bulletproof run. Yeah, we got to run, and then there's this instrumental break that happens very before the bridge in this song it's very short mm-hmm. yeah but every time i hear the instrumental break i'm like dance break this is so where a dance break 100%. is gonna go even though it's short it could easily be extended so easily <laughs> you can even to- kind of hear the moment in the song where they could add more on before it transitions into yeah the bridge it really sounds like placement for a dance break and can yes. you imagine a run BTS dance break. Listen, like, the dance break is probably why it ah, didn't pass the censorship. Right. You know? Oh, let's hope. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like, obscene. what are they wearing? What are they doing? I want it. Okay. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Best level of obscene or higher. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I would expect. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about J-Hope's bridge here. So he says, with the ignorant faith, just run with your two legs. So we're thinking about, like, ignorant faith, like, almost like, Back at the beginning of when they first began, like they're kind of like humble beginnings, like we keep saying of like, even though they came out of nowhere, we, they came from a company that was brand new, never heard of. They just had this ignorant faith and ran, Yeah, you know, they just went with it. They just ran for their dreams. And then he says, with your two legs. And that really reminded me of Bepse and the crow tit and having like, even though they have these shorter legs, mm-hmm. not as much privilege mm-hmm. from other groups. That, you know, it was their legs no matter what. They just ran. Yeah. You know, they worked with what they had. We really latched on to it being your two legs. Like they, they saying that it's yours and that they have to say two legs. Like I, it made me think like everybody runs at their own pace and they're just telling you run whatever it is with ignorant faith. Just do it. You just know? work hard. Yeah. Whether or not you're a crow tit with tiny little legs or whether you're a stork, you yeah. know, with the big long legs towering over run at your own pace and just go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he says, that's how we do it all. That's how we've proved it. And I love the the use of proved with mm-hmm. proof. Mm-hmm. Um, the seven runners with a million dollars. And then I love this part of the bridge where he calls out each and every yes. member, including himself. Including he, he says, himself. he says, hard work, hard work. Jungkooki, everyone, you know, thank you. Like he's appreciative of all the hard work, but mm-hmm. then it seems like, He's collecting his members, like he's assembling them, you know, pulling them together. And he says, get ready, get ready. There's more in the future. Go get it. Run, run. Yeah. 
go get it, go get it, go get it. Like, yeah. I mean, he's really, he's hyping on, he's listed them all out. He's yeah. thanked them for all of their hard work. And then he's like, but we have work to do now. Yeah. Get ready. There's more in the it future. It seems like he's hyping them all. Like I can Hell feel yeah. like he's like literally pulling them into a huddle. Yeah. And he's like, thanks for all your hard work, but let's go get ready. There's more to come. Mm. Yeah. Fuck yeah. It's so, and it's so hype. It's, it's so, so hype. hype. Like, it's like, you know, oh, yeah. Yeah, there's this huge change up in the song. Yeah. Like, and then we hear Taeyang come in with his deep soulful mm-hmm. sexy voice if we live fast let us die young yeah damn it's <sighs> so impactful hearing yeah. that and like it, it feels like you know a, a massive like avengers assemble moment like yes it does and they're like about to take a rocket ship to the moon like yeah they're you know. like superheroes yeah really. literally yeah literally there are superheroes yeah they are know. saving us so we get the the chorus again after that and then in the post chorus where we hear um, typically the first two times with J-Hope and, and Yoongi's we've heard run bulletproof but now we hear Namjoon say run beautiful run yeah you gotta run um, and so we didn't initially know or realize that this change was made until we actually saw the lyrics and it was so surprising run beautiful yeah you gotta run so we felt like in the next chapter they know like that in the moment it's beautiful and the pandemic like we said earlier with yet to come like showed them what it would be like to lose it all so they know in the past now that that was all beautiful moments but now in the future they're going to appreciate in the moment instead of when they're looking back on it in the moment they're going to be running beautifully yeah yeah and they can have that perspective now because They've gone through it. Right. And now that they've looked back on it, even though it was really like could could be grueling, mm-hmm. they see the beauty in right. it and, and all the hard work. They've had yeah. the time to reflect. And now that J-Hope has gathered them all up to go into yeah. the future and ready for the next task, they're going to do it beautifully. Yeah, they're going to continue to run, but maybe they're going to run to a point where they're not going so fast yeah. that we we don't want them to die young. Yeah. <laughs> they, I don't think they want that either. No. So Yeah. Overall, I gotta say, I'm in love with this song. Like, I'm obsessed. I'm addicted. I can't turn it off. I'm sorry. I've looped it. I don't care. Like, I really just love it so, so much. And I hope to see a performance of it. If they gave us a music video, I'd be so grateful. Like, I mean, it's just... It just is such a fucking good song. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. I'm on... I agree with you 100%. It's phenomenal. Yeah. And we need performances, like a music video, something, please. Yeah, something. Yeah. I just have got to see them perform it. Yeah. One way or another. I need to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. So let's get into the third disc of this anthology. Um, this CD overall is basically all demos with the addition of Young Love, Quotation Mark, Tony Montana, and For Youth. So we just want to kind of talk about our overall reactions to the demos. Um, we did think that it's very cool to see that process of them, you know, in the early or middle stages of working on these songs where mm-hmm. they're all kind of like in a different place. Some of them, you, you know, you really get the whole majority of the lyrics and melody, but just one part will kind of be different. And some of them are completely different with just the background production being largely the same. Mm -hmm. Um, So we first get like Jump and Boy in Love. And these ones are pretty similar to the original, just a little bit more maybe stripped down or not like as perfected. So for I Need You, their lyrics are actually pretty different from the original, like lyrics and melody 
the the lyrics that they have in here too also go along with the melody whereas like right. in the the final version it's just the instrumental that's doing the melody mm-hmm. so quite different um but again you know it's just more stripped down and you see that they have like different versions of the same song it's so cool to get that perspective on it with boys with fun at the very beginning, we hear Taeyang do this like really deep, whoa, like it's just <laughs> amazing to hear like the Taeyang from like, you know, that era, like that really growly Taeyang, yeah. only just like super stripped down, like hearing him do it at the beginning of this track that really isn't actually on Boys With Fun, mm-hmm. like there at the beginning. Um, just love getting that like early V demo. Mm-hmm. Uh, but overall, Boys With Fun, it was just like super enjoyable. Like you can tell that they had so much fun with it. Super playful. Yeah. With Tony Montana featuring Jimin, honestly, I just feel like it's just a blessing to have this on a CD somewhere that we can listen to in 2022. It's amazing. It has a super chaotic, like, house rave style ending. And you can believe that I am blasting this every chance that I get. Yeah. I'm turning on that boombox. I'm cranking the volume. I don't all the remember way up. the ending of Tony Montana being like such a rave. You <laughs> yeah, know, it's like crazy. the ending of it, it is just like this chaotic, like, house rave like yeah. it's just wow yeah. yeah yeah uh and then i love rm's demo for young forever um i mean the lyrics at the start are completely different there's even differences in the melody um but it's the same kind of background instrumental and i just loved it i feel like it feels like a complete song um i really i really enjoyed it mm-hmm. and then we got V's version of spring day it's very you know, a very different chorus that he ends up singing. And it's just really, really beautiful. I think he leaked a little bit of this on Instagram at one point. So it actually kind of sounded a bit familiar just Mm -hmm. because he had given it like, just kind of like as a spoiler (laughs) a while ago. Um, But it, this version of Spring Day just sounds like an alternate ending. Yeah. Um, Like they could tack this onto that song. Right. Sure. Yeah. And then we got DNA, which was J-Hope's demo. And it has a slightly different pitch and tempo, but it is very, very bouncy and extremely J-Hope. So we love, particularly love love this demo. Yeah, it could be the actual song. Like I would be okay if they just released an alternative DNA with J-Hope's take on it. Right. Yeah. I mean, they have now, but... I mean, the demo, but like full production, (laughs) full out, all members. Really, though. (laughs) Uh, With Jin's Epiphany, it's beautiful, but it is totally different. Totally different lyrics, different meaning even of the song. Like in this song, instead of singing to himself or about himself about himself he's like singing to a partner or a friend or somebody Mm -hmm. um and really making it about their relationship instead of about your own relationship with yourself which is what epiphany ends up being um but the ending is the same with him like belting out his oh's at the end Mm -hmm. and it's you know i mean he must have really loved that part because and he's like i can't give this up this is just incredible yeah Yeah. it was too much build and climax there with that ending yeah right Mm -hmm. uh and then with seesaw i was surprised that it's an instrumental and not like a just a different take on it but it must have just been like in his process he had a i could go this way with the song or i could go this way and so this instrumental is pretty similar but it is like slightly more upbeat feels a little bit more like edm housey um a little bit more reminiscent of shadow even um but yeah definitely just like a little bit of a a happier vibe i think I find it so interesting that his was all instrumental. Like, yeah. you know, I think that's so Yoongi with his, you know, producer Yoongi. Right. Yeah. 
And then we ended up getting still with you, but the acapella version. And so we really get to hear Jungkook's harmonizations. I don't feel like I appreciated that as much with still with you and like the final version versus this, you know, demo or this acapella version. You really get to hear the harmonizations really showcases his vocal control and precision. It almost feels like I it almost feels like Jungkook is in the room with you. Mm -hmm. Like his vocals are just so pure and raw. Oh, yeah, I agree with that. My only like criticism of probably this entire album is that they didn't cut the dead space out of jungkook's acapella version of still with you like they just uh, like in their in their save files they just muted all of the instruments and just kept his voice and were just like exported it like that (laughs) it it is not hard to cut the dead space it would have taken two minutes i mean like i just it it's so beautiful his voice is so amazing but then like you think it's over. You're like, what? Like, and then, no, no, no. It's just like 30 seconds of silence for silence, a second. Yeah. To me, it kind of takes away from it. Like, I feel like if you're going to do acapella, then it's acapella. And in that you're not missing the music, like that's not lacking to you. But when there's all the dead space to me, it's like, okay, there's supposed to be music here. Yeah. yeah. I have no idea why they did why? that. Maybe there is that? a reason. I'm not sure. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, but it's, <laughs> they, they really it's did just delete regardless. the instrumental track and then exported his voice. <laughs> really though, really though. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. All right, well, let's talk about Young Love. So this song was written and produced by P Dog and RM, and it was written back in the old days of BTS, but was never released. In terms of production and inter- instrumental, it sounds like it belongs on the School Love Affair album. I feel like this song was maybe meant to be on the School Love Affair Feels album. Feels like it. Yeah. yeah. It's very sweet and lovely. It has this, you know, kind of romantic element to it, but it is more medium paced. It's not slow tempoed. Uh, it really does give off the feeling of young love. It could be on the soundtrack of a coming of age movie For is sure. what it sounds like. Yeah. yeah. What I really love about the instrumental, too, for this is there's this bongo that's playing. And I don't know if it's actually a bongo, but I just feel like it's a bongo. Sounds and like it. Yeah, yeah. They, BTS have never really used this form of percussion in their music. And it gives off, off this more youthful feel. Mm-hmm. And they talk about, like, the heart beating and stuff. And so I feel like the bongo really yeah. played a role in that. So I really enjoy the bongo in it. Yeah. Also, I remember you mentioning that the bongo made you think about like music class, like in elementary school growing up. And so it kind of brought you back to that, like maybe even school love affair era in your own life. Yeah. Um, Because I when you said that, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Because Mm -hmm. I don't know about you guys, but in the Midwest, there's always a bongo in music class and your music teacher will always play it. And that's how you learn rhythm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I agree with you. It, It took me back to that place, too. Yeah. So let's talk about these lyrics. I think overall the lyrics are just really talking about those feelings and and emotions and thoughts that come with young love and experiencing young love for the very first time, Mm -hmm. um, saying that they love them and miss them, but they're also kind of, they feel foolish for this and they're, they really don't know why they even feel this way Mm -hmm. saying, when I see you, I get discouraged. Whenever I stand in front of you, I get smaller. So nerves, shy, nervous, you know, like really that first young love. Um, Namjoon says like, his, yo- his love is so young, it's like the littlest child. And 
He also says that, uh, but why are we so fond of each other? I like you. There's no reason. And that, I mean, it's just really when you are that young and you're experiencing love for the first time, you don't know why you're crushing. You yeah, know, just you, attraction. It's just yeah. attraction. There doesn't there isn't an explanation. There doesn't have to be one. You know, he's really conveying all of these feelings of like wanting to jump into this this new love but being nervous and feeling shy and and foolish foolish not quite sure how to do it you know it's a little bit piney in that way it is yeah yeah i feel like the lyrics really namjoon is hitting the nail on the head with what those like early love phases feel like you know that first attraction especially that line of like saying why do I even like you? Like, there's no reason. Why am I so fond of you? And it's just those initial feelings of attraction, right. but you just don't know how what, how to make sense of it. Right. Yeah. He even talks about like the little meet cute moment of like, I just bumped into you by chance, you know, like, why is my heart fluttering? Like, yeah. you know, um, you know, I bumped into you. I bumped into my heart. Like, yeah. what's what is this? Yeah, you it know? would have been so perfect on School Love Affair. And we really both cute. really vibe to this song and we sing along to it. And we're like, dang. We wish it would have been on that album, but at least we get to hear it on disc three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got to whip out the CD player to hear, hear right. it. Boombox on deck. Yeah. Yeah. I love it, though. I do. It does really fit perfectly into School Love Affair. And listening to this song and also listening to Quotation Mark, it's like a really cool time capsule into BTS in like 2014, 2015. Mm-hmm. And hearing something from that time that we've never heard before Mm -hmm. just feels a little different. Like it just feels like I'm instantly transported back to that even more so than listening to like no more dream now, you know? Yeah. Totally. It yeah. feels like they opened up that old vault. Right. And just like the pulled vault it that out. they were standing in front of yeah. in the proof photos. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if Namjoon's like, oh, man, at the time, I really didn't think that this was good enough to be on the album, but it's good enough that it deserves to be on right. our anthology. You right. know, here's a little treat. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So let's get into Quotation Mark. This was written and produced by P Dog, RM, and J Hope. And where we feel like um, young love could be on school love affair. We feel like quotation mark could easily be on dark and wild. It totally. feels so dark and wild, especially beautifully on that latter half of the album where we get some of the slower songs like embarrassed 24 seven heaven, you know, mm-hmm. all of those. Um, I, but this song feels very eighties. Like there's this eighties keyboard, but there's also some like synths, some keyboard synths, And then like, outer spacey or like kind of spooky ghosty sounds like it reminded us of luigi mansion theme yeah um like or like the king boo theme from it yeah Um, because it sounds spooky yeah super spooky yeah (laughs) yeah i think like when we were first listening to it i turned you i was like it sounds spooky like (laughs) it's just those little tiny sound effects in the background you know but uh, it had it adds so much dimension to the song though Mm -hmm. and you know i really enjoyed that part of the song yeah yeah. So for this song lyrically, it is this more like relationship, pining, similar to to the last song, but it has a little bit more angst to it, like feeling fresh, more frustrated with themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, for the lyrics, they say, "That's why I can't be honest. I might be your stalker, maybe mm-hmm. investigator. <laughs> this kind of heart is a precious jewel. I had no cho- choice but to steal you anyway." Um, So, yeah, like the pining. I thought about that period of our relationship. Uh, He says, so I just put a comma. And this line of saying, so I just put a comma, really makes us think of when Namjoon had used back in uh, the song Wasted on Me. Mm -hmm. He ended up saying, treat me like a comma. 
take you to a new phrase. Mm-hmm. So we just feel like, you know, maybe he used this like he was kind of holding on. He was to holding that on to it and then put it into wasted on me. Yeah, um, but it is really clever to say. So just put a comma instead of a period or something like yeah. to continue. Yeah. yeah, I I love that he used it in that way, and I think mm-hmm. that that was very special. Something also that I'm thinking about now that we didn't really touch on yet is that this is like a subunit song, and so is Young Love. And at that time, they weren't really doing subunit songs. They didn't release subunit songs until they did solo tracks and subunits on wings mm-hmm. um so this just tells us that they had ideas and concepts of that ahead of time and they were working on things together in that way but they just weren't able to release them yet yeah that's a really good point yeah so lyrically you know it really the song is just kind of like that love song early early love phases the whole point of using the the quotation mark it appears i don't know if this is the chorus but they say every time i meet you Whenever I think of you, I always whisper to myself like this. If anyone's listening right now, please put a quotation mark here so that you can hear me so that I can confess everything. Oh, baby. Basically, you can quote me on this. Right. Like Mm -hmm. all of Namjoon's first verse is him talking about how, like like you said, I could be your stalker. Like he is obsessed with this person mm-hmm. he really likes them but he can't work up the courage to tell them yeah um even like j-hope's verse after that reflects the same type of thing something i have to point out about j-hope's verse and probably a big reason why this song never made it anywhere is because in his verse he literally has the same exact flow of two lines from Kendrick Lamar's swimming pools flow it's same, the exact same flow like when we were sitting here doing research i was like hold on hold on and then I had to kind of sing the song to myself and I was like that's fucking Kendrick Lamar swimming pools like where he says um someday I'll keep fighting with myself today I will throw away my heart first and settle down in your booth that's literally from like the middle of swimming pools like it it just it stood out you'll if you know swimming pools and then go back and listen to those two lines in this song you'll be like oh my gosh it really is pretty much identical um which like you don't you don't take other rappers flows like you you can definitely be like inspired by them or like rap over their um their song their their beat or their melody or whatever Mm -hmm. but like you wouldn't take like that flow like you know that rhythm rhythm for rhythm you know yeah um but yeah that just that stood out to me immediately yeah he at least listens to kendrick like he's a kendrick fan Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, you see the influence there. Yeah. You know, that I mean, a lot of these American rappers are a huge influence on right. BTS, especially at this point in their their career. You know, we're talking like back during Dark and Wild. Right. And yeah. I don't blame him for doing that either. Because, like, it, I don't think it's like a big faux pas that he did that because this is like a demo that they knew would never see the light of day yeah. or at least back then. And he you know? learned how to rap. Like, right. He was not originally a rapper like right. Yoongi and RM. For sure. All right, well, let's go ahead and talk about the last song, which is For Youth. So this was one of the brand new songs, and this one is on Spotify and Apple Music. You can actually stream it. You don't have to get out your boombox. So For Youth, it was written and produced by RM. We've got J-Hope and Sugar on it. And then I just want to mention, like, you know, Hiss Noise and Slow Rabbit. I think there's a huge reason that Slow Rabbit was on this song, because it is a slower tempoed song, mm-hmm. you know. So we've got a lot of great people who have written and produced on this song. For the instrument on the production, it starts off with a sample from Epilogue Young Forever, but it's the armies who were at the concert at Wembley Stadium mm-hmm. singing it live to oh. BTS. It is really mu- moving, and I just think it's so great that they 
started off for youth yeah. with this sample. Yeah. Um, the instrumental is pretty bare bones. It sounds like a live band. There's just like a drum set and a piano, and that's mostly the instrumental. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it again, like I was saying, it's a slower tempoed song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The the song, the instrumental, the tempo, it feels like a wedding song. Mm-hmm. It's very lovely and romantic and Anyone could easily slow dance to this song. And it feels like a real forever love to ARMY. And it's not, it's different from their other ARMY songs. Like when we think about their ARMY songs, like 2-3 or We Are Bulletproof, The Eternal or Magic Shop, you know, those songs are all about like finding strength or love within yourself or within the community or with BTS together and like working through this hard time together and like, you know, loving yourself and each other forever type of thing. Yeah. But this song feels like a true love song to ARMY, you know, like, I love you forever type of song. Yeah, it really feels like a wedding song. I think there's no denying that. And once we went through the lyrics, I'm like, wow, these lyrics really seem like BTS's vows to ARMY. Like, it sounds like their vows to ARMY. Like, I feel that I am married to BTS (laughs) after hearing this song. Like, it really is, it's coming from their heart and soul yeah the, this song and it's uh, it's really beautiful and like you were saying it's very different from the traditional bts army songs mm-hmm. that we get like at the end of concerts this right. one is it's not just like we have strength in each other this is like i love you forever for, and for the we'll rest be of my with life. you for the rest of my life right yeah. it's it's so passionate heartfelt it makes us feel in love and it's it's really soulful too it's mm-hmm. a really soulful song yeah yeah so for the lyrics at the intro they say If I never met you, oh, what am I like, baby? Every time I miss you, those words have become habit. So it makes me just think of like my relationship with Corey, like with our vows, like thinking of like, I don't know who I would be without him. And this is BTS saying, I don't know who I would be if I never met you. I don't know what I would be like. And the second, the second half where they're saying every time I miss you, those words have that have become a habit mm-hmm. makes me kind of just think of like the pandemic and every moment that they're not with us, they're missing us. And that like, they say they miss us so much. It's almost habit now. Yeah. yeah. Sad. It's sad. Yeah. yeah. But really, I mean, what would life be like? I, that's an unanswerable question, mm-hmm. you know, um, that they just wonder about and how different our lives would be if we didn't have each Imagine other. Imagine how different our lives would be without I know. BTS. Our lives would be completely different without BTS. I don't know if we, would, we wouldn't be as close as we are. No I way. I mean, we with how I am with maintaining friendships, like we would be so distant probably yeah. by now like we would be probably still friends you know like mm. but seeing each other would be rare i'm yeah. sure just be- and yeah. just all the experiences going to concerts and stuff yeah like you don't have any yeah. of that very yeah. different very different lives yeah mm-hmm. uh in the in the first verse they say when i opened my eyes 10 years ago i was watching around non hyung dong i cried so easily when you laugh when i just looked back after many seasons you're always here with us together and every second was forever. So, um, you know, that idea of opening their eyes 10 years ago, like, you know, just starting out, you know, fresh and new, bright eyed, bushy tail type of thing, mm-hmm. um, saying that they cried so easily, just how, you know, what they went through the hard acknowledging those hardships, um, 
But looking back after it all, knowing that it's always been Army there supporting them through it, mm-hmm. um, even from the beginning. Like we have a we have a good friend, Aaliyah, who she was like an OG Army, like mm-hmm. back when they literally debuted, and she was a fan like 2013 through 2015, like really in the thick of it, mm-hmm. being that support, like the ones who were really grinding for BTS, and they're looking back and saying, you know, they know that they were that it was Army there Army's with them, always been with them every second, yeah. Yeah, that last line of every second was forever makes me think of like when they're there at the concert with us and just feeling like every moment there with us felt like an eternity. Yeah, you know, it's just so meaningful to them. Yeah. So in the second verse, RM says, mine's unmeasurable. My life was slipping when your head hits the pillow. I didn't want to wake up tonight. Now you are here. This is a new home to me. I'll be back anytime, baby. Don't you worry. This road we walk, everything will be away. So mine's unmeasurable. My life was slipping. You know, I just feel like. Feels like pandemic times. It feels like pandemic times. Like it feels like that loss of schedule. And, you know, like especially saying when your head hits the pillow, I didn't want to wake up, you know, like Mm -hmm. just not having that purpose. Yeah. Yeah. But. Also reassuring us saying like, baby, don't you worry. This road we walk, everything will be away. Like Mm -hmm. no matter what, like, you know, it's kind of hopeful and that, you know, even through this difficult time, like with the pandemic and everything, like they'll continue to walk this road with us. And it sounds very hopeful, like in his delivery. Yeah. Yeah. And then they get into the chorus again, just uh, swelling our hearts and making us fall in love all over again with Mm -hmm. how much they love us and miss us and saying you're my best friend for the rest of my life. Like, so impactful every time we hear it. Yes. Um, on to verse three with uh, J-Hope and Yoongi. They start it with one, two, three, Hana Dulce. I just think J-Hope. it's so perfect. Yeah. Um, and then he says, our son, you know, can't forget every moment. Oh, my spring day. I was like myself, thanks to the flower that took responsibility. Your countless words that comforted me. That's what made myself. Yes, you're my youth. Again, you're my youth, my grateful friend, my pride, heaven, and love. Oh my gosh. I mean, if that's not love, if that's not vows, you're my pride, my heaven, my love. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was like myself, thanks to the flower that took responsibility. You know, I just feel like it's just army. He's so grateful. And like our words have comforted him. Um, And we can just say the same for them. Like their words have comforted us and him just straight up saying that that's what made him who he is today. You're my youth. Like over all of these years, his, Mm -hmm. all of his youth is with army Mm -hmm. and that we are his youth Mm -hmm. and he's just grateful. You can't separate the two. Yeah. Yeah. My, the, my pride heaven and love mm-hmm. like don't tell me it sounds like my vows. pride yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah it's gorgeous it's yeah. really beautiful and then yungi finishes that verse saying it was dark everywhere in the meantime a ray of light i'm really glad it's you we shine because we are together like stop i'm sobbing like mm-hmm. no yungi i can't and when he's rapping this he also just sounds so sweet and like calm very, very and, sweet yeah mm-hmm. um In the meantime, a ray of light. I'm really glad it's you. Like, it couldn't have been anyone else besides, like, the army that they have today. You know, he's just really glad and grateful that it ended up being us, you know? Yeah, it's such a special bond. Yeah, again, sounds like marriage, though. Like, I think about with Jordan, like, I'm so glad it's you that I got to end up with, you know? 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, that really is how you feel you yeah. know, when, with the person you end up marrying. Mm-hmm. You're so grateful it's them. It couldn't, couldn't it have couldn't, been anyone else. Right. Yeah. yeah. In the fourth verse, they say, running, falling again, get myself up, falling down. Oh, would you give me your hand? How many times will it happen? So it just makes me think that like ARMY has been there picking up BTS mm-hmm. as much as BTS has been picking up ARMY. Yeah. You know? Every single, like, like all of these lyrics are both of us back and all forth. All I keep thinking of is like them, they are, it's really just them singing it to ARMY. But as, as ARMY, all I keep thinking about is like, no, this is how I feel about you. Yes. You know? <laughs> I think they know that. Yeah. 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 Um, if you are tired, you can rest a while. I'm always here waiting for you. That line even more so seems like that too. Yeah, like ARMY always saying, BTS, you can rest, like take a yeah. rest. You work so hard, but they're here saying it to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they say, dreaming about us facing, really don't want to say it, but if I never met you, then they get into the chorus again. Mm-hmm. Um, but the daydreaming about us facing, I think is just, again, daydreaming about being together face to face. Yeah, facing each other. In the outro, when they say, when everything was easy at that time, I should have told you more. I'll be with you for the rest of my life, rest of my life. I mean, again, it makes me think like that pre-pandemic, like Mm -hmm. they didn't know how good it was until they didn't have it anymore. Um, And those beautiful moments that they're looking back on now, they wish that they could have told us more how much they love us, how much they you know, love being here and doing what they're doing. And, you know, yeah, yeah they don't like take a, it for granted. Yeah. It's like almost like a mourning or a feeling of regret. You know, yeah. I wish I would have said it more. I wish I would have expressed myself more. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because like Jungkook literally says, like, I wish I could turn back time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely regretful of like the time that we've lost together over these past couple years, like that whole tour yeah. that they never got to do um, or countless, you know, how many songs or different albums did they want to put out during this time or had they planned for that Mm -hmm. they just didn't get to yeah um it was really lost time so it it is a little bit regretful and mournful yeah yeah Yeah. oh but Taeyang ending it with for the rest of my life ooh, rest of my life beautiful way to cadence that song yeah so soulful it is a gorgeous song Mm -hmm. yeah for youth Mm -hmm. for youth and we, army. we, I mean, it's really just hearkening back, you know, it's really calling out adorable repre- representatives, representatives for youth. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, but I, so it's like for army, but I also was thinking about today, how it could also be like a love song to BTS's very own youth like that they had and yeah. that they experienced is like yes the army acronym ends with for youth and so this is this is obviously for us and i really love the interpretation of it being like a love song for army. to army yeah. and like like that wedding marriage song of like we'll be together forever mm-hmm. um but it's like if they had never met their own youth and never gone through their whole destiny and journey like what life would be like yeah um so it's kind of as much as for our youth as it is for their youth yeah. yeah, and just this is a great way to get into just summarizing this whole anthology yeah. because we do feel that the anthology is capping off their youthful, um, their youth eras, their youth eras. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The I mean, from 2013 to now, it has been their their entire youth, mm-hmm. and now they've gotten into their adult years. And so, wow, it, it could be a love song for their youth mm-hmm. and and also just showing their love for themselves yeah. as a group too yeah. oh i love that interpretation yeah. 
We didn't say that during research. No, like, I just, literally was thinking about it on my drive it. over today, like yeah. as I was re-listening to the song. Yeah. Um, especially the wish I could turn back time part, like really got me because mm-hmm. I mean, even like through these three main songs we've talked about, yet to come, run BTS and for youth, they're talking about their past and their present and their future in each one of them. And so it's like looking back at that past and knowing through like yet to come and run BTS that those were beautiful moments and amazing and maybe not always being able to appreciate in the moment and have that perspective of, wow, this really is a beautiful moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I just, I, I feel like we knew before this album, like big hit had said these three songs were going to reflect past, present, future. Mm-hmm. And we kind of felt, okay, three songs, three themes. One like, would be like the past, right. one would be the present, one would be the future. Right. But it's really all three songs are referring to all three moments in time. Right. Yeah. And it's kind of as each song progresses that you get those elements of past and present and future and like mm-hmm. that, that hope for the future, like in yet to come, They are obviously looking back at all those past moments. Um, But then even from the beginning of, you know, the first couple of verses, they are reassuring us that they're looking ahead at the same time. Yeah, the future. And that that's what's best. And that's what's yet to come. The best is yet to come. They're excited for it. But even in Run BTS, you hear them harken back to their debut days and how like they don't want to go back to working as hard as they used to. Mm -hmm. But also they're running there. They continue to work diligently. towards their future and they still want to yeah and And they're ready to yeah Yeah. they're like assembling to you know get going get back to work yeah and then for youth they're looking back at the past that they've had over all this time with army and throughout their youth and how that's changed and developed them and affected them and brought them to this present day and then looking ahead to the future saying that they'll be with us for For the rest rest of of our lives yeah Yeah. wow (sighs) I just, I loved, I loved every moment of digging into these songs. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel really grateful that we have this new music yeah. and I feel grateful that BTS put it together in this anthology that I had the opportunity to like rediscover some of their most um, popular music as well as some of their most meaningful music at the same time and kind of think about their journey and our journey along with them. Yeah. 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 And then also thinking so much about what's to come. Yeah. You know, they really have put us in a position where I'm eager to know what their next chapter is and what they're working on and what their plans are for the future because they seem pretty excited about it and optimistic that it's their best is still yeah, ahead of them. Yeah. Even though like they're fi- they're kind of finished with their youth. Like I really feel that what's to come is more their more mature themes mm-hmm. in their music, more adult themes and maybe a little bit more of less focused on the the trophies the numbers the, you know, the they're accolades, gonna, it's right. really going to be focused on their dream and 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 their hope for yeah. what they want to do as musicians yeah and, and i love that for them i feel too. like they're in such a great place right now because we love them for their music you know and I want them to make their music and right. how they want to make it. And it's not about chasing those those numbers. It's about yeah. chasing those dreams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm excited for what they're going to do in the future. Yeah. For those most beautiful moments yet to Me come. Too, yeah. Um, really excited to 
get into the yet to come music video yep, here. We'll talk about that next. Yep. That's yeah. the next episode. Not sure will it be out for you guys, but very soon. Yeah. Please anticipate it. Look forward to it. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to say a special thanks to our supporters on Patreon, especially our VIP iconics, Eileen, Michelle, Deja, Meg, Rachel, Robin, Emily, Madison, and Holly. Thank you guys so much for uh, being our patrons and for all of your additional support. Yes, thank you. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, please let us know on Spotify or Apple Music or really wherever you listen. Write us a review or DM us on Instagram or Twitter, Standing BTS Podcast. It's just really great to hear from you and to hear your feedback um, of course you can find links for all of those things as well as the charity of the month glad in the description thanks for listening and thanks for standing bts